Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Panther Podcast. This podcast is going to be produced by the KCC Broadcasting Class, and hopefully it's something that you can learn some more about KCC and uh, understand why we do what we do and who we are here at Kansas City Christian School. So Caleb's going to introduce us to our first guest on the first Panther Pod ever today, and I'm joined by Caleb Barker and Ryan Ship. They're going to be the co-hosts today of... Uh, this podcast. So Caleb, why don't you introduce us to our first guest today? Yeah, so uh, today we have our head of school, Mr. Zylstra, or Mr. Z. So our leading question is, uh, how long have you been at KCC? Well, first of all, good morning, guys, and thanks for having me on your podcast. Of course. So yeah, my answer is this, this is my sixth year already. Wow. I'm going into my sixth year while we're, we're into it. So that's kind of hard to believe. It's going fast, but yeah, that's where we're at. Um, so, uh, what brought you into Christian education over a public education? Okay, Ryan, that is a really long answer, so I'm going to talk for a little bit here, okay? So, um, I grew up in a Christian home, and my father owned a construction company, my mom was a nurse, and um, my mom and dad were spiritual leaders and godly people committed to Christianity, to Jesus, and also very highly committed to Christian education. So when I was growing up, it was church on Sunday morning, church on Sunday evening, church on Wednesday night, and I went to a Christian grade school, Christian high school, Christian college. So I've been in Christian education my whole life. But uh, the, the reason why I decided to work in a Christian school is, I, so I grew up in a small town in Iowa, about 831 people, at least that's what the sign on the outside of town says, and growing up, everyone that I knew was, mostly everyone I knew was that all the men were in blue-collar jobs. So my uncles, you know, the men of our community were farmers, truckers, uh, had a construction companies. I mean, most everyone was connected to one of those. And, and I knew that that wasn't me, and that's not what I was going to do. And so I really, um, I knew that at a very young age, but I did not know really what God's calling in my life would be. But when I got to middle school, I really started to think about it a lot because the high school that I was going to was a Christian high school. And there was, my mom and dad were definitely committed to my going there. Um, that high school had a general education to get a diploma track and it had a college prep track. So the way it was then is I, I essentially had to decide whether or not I was going to go to college after eighth grade. So what happened was, I mean, this is what happened. I remember, actually, I remember it very clearly, like it happened yesterday in so many ways. Um, I was kind of having some anxiety about it and sitting there in middle school thinking, what am I going to do with my life? I mean, why would I go to college? I'm a practical person, so I needed a reason to go if I was going to go. And uh, I remember I was sitting at the kitchen table in eighth grade, eating a chicken sandwich, drinking a chocolate shake, and talking to my mom about it. And she said, you know what? So I, growing up, I was obsessed with sports, um, especially baseball. So I played baseball, I mean, and coached baseball all, all the way up until, about until I moved here. And uh, my mom says to me, you know what? You really like school. You really love sports. Why don't you be high school teacher and a coach and instantly instantly I knew that that's what I wanted to do with my life and, and I've been on that path ever since eighth grade so I decided in eighth grade 
to go you know into teaching and coaching so what happened though was um, you guys don't remember this because you weren't born yet I don't even know if Mr. Poteet was born <laughs> but uh, in, in the 1980s there was a farm crisis and um, my dad's construction business was he had heavy equipment like bulldozers scrapers trenchers backhoes all that kind of stuff it was like an earth moving business and so the, this, the part of Iowa that we lived in was a lot of rolling hills and trees, rivers. I mean, it wasn't flat. I was not all flat. So the farmers needed uh, to make sure that their the topsoil didn't erode down the hills into the rivers and eventually down to New Orleans, right? So my dad had this business where he would build farm ponds, drainage ditches, um, terraces, tiling system to keep, keep the topsoil from eroding off. So anyway, uh, his business was directly connected to farming the farmers were losing their farms and they didn't have any money. So therefore my dad didn't have any work, didn't have a lot. Um, in fact, um, I didn't know this at the time. Oh, okay, so this is happening when I'm 16 years old. I'm a sophomore in high school now. And uh, at the time, um, I just noticed my dad was home a lot and I knew that wasn't good. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but my sophomore year in high school, 1984, 16 years old, um, my dad's business grossed what his tuition bill at the Christian school was for his four kids. So um, seeing what my parents uh, had to go through to keep me and my siblings in a Christian school um, cemented in my heart, mind, and soul forever that Christian education was absolutely essential. Um, there was no way that I wasn't going to a Christian school, and I knew that. And my mom and dad proved that with... Uh, how they, how they fought for their business and how they fought for their kids to stay in a Christian school. And we all did. And he saved his business. So um, at the same time, um, that same year, and so like I said, I grew up in a really kind of religious family. But that same year, that summer, um, a bunch of girls in my class convinced me to go to a Bible camp. And I, would, I, I, I knew what to do and I knew what to believe, but I wasn't really, I didn't feel like really God had gotten a hold of my life or I, w I wasn't committed to a personal relationship with Jesus or anything. But these girls were cute, so I went to this camp. That's why I went. And at that <laughs> camp, uh, at that camp, you know how like Bible camp sometimes, uh, well, they have the campfire at the last night and a kumbaya moment, you know. Well, that happened to me, really. It sounds so cliche, but that's what happened. So they did a... Well, they told, they told the story of Jesus, and they told the gospel, and they had kind of like a reenactment, you know, at the cross with Jesus, and um, uh, God got a hold of my life, and I, I decided that I wanted to live for Jesus Christ. I wanted to be a Christian, and, and I didn't want to be the way I was anymore, and so, so that, that all happened at the same time. So in eighth grade, I decided I wanted to be a teacher and a coach, and then, you know, when I was 16, I saw my parents fighting to keep me in a Christian school, and at the same time, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, so, you know, from there, teaching and coaching in a Christian school was the very clear path for me. So that's a long story, but that's how it happened for me. Um, yeah, so I guess my follow-up question on that would be, um, obviously your parents were passionate and they sacrificed a lot to keep you into a Christian school because of what Christian schools meant to them or what they think you were going to benefit out of a Christian school. So. Now working at a Christian school, um, how is KCC a Christian school? So a, a school that your parents would sacrifice that much to allow you to attend, how, how are we meeting that, that Christian school goal? Like, how are we a Christian school here at KCC? Yeah, 
Great question. So can, before I answer that, though, can I tell you another story? Yeah. So I think it was two or three years ago, um, we had Grandparents' Day, and I love Grandparents' Day at KCC. Uh, it's just you know, so great to see the grandparents come together and support the grandkids in KCC. And, and you know, the kids are singing their hearts out to the Lord this at Grandparents' Day. I forget the song they were singing. Um, but it was emotional. Like the, I saw the grandpas and grandmas uh, crying. Some of the teachers were crying. I'm standing in the back. I'm kind of getting emotional. So I get out my cell phone and I text. I'm actually texting my dad and I say to my dad, hey dad, I know I've told you this so many times, but I want to say once again, thank you for all the sacrifices you made to keep me in a Christian school when I was a kid. And he texted me back immediately and he said, it wasn't a sacrifice, it was a blessing. And um, so uh, it's a blessing, so to answer your question, mm -hmm. it's a blessing because uh, it is just, Christian education is, it's distinct. It is its own thing. It is, there is no other form of education like it on this planet. Um, we are just, called out and we are just different and I think for me and I, now that I think I know for me that that's why I'm still doing it so yeah started in eighth grade I'm 54 years old going into my sixth year at KCC and I'm still doing it because um, I really want to see KCC be Christian and and be an academically excellent school so um, I, I want to say too that so first of all here's here's how I think so we're a Christian school because, and I just told you my story. Mm -hmm. Everybody who works here has a story. In fact, at in-service, we shared some of our stories. We took, a, we took a good hour and a half, two hours to just talk about how we got here. And clearly God has a will. He has a plan. He's personally involved. He's providential. And so, the, you know, I have a testimony. I have a story how I got here. It's substantially longer than what I just shared with you, but so, so does everyone else. And so what I would like everyone to know about, you know, the administration, the board, the staff, the faculty, the coaches, everybody at Kansas City Christian, you know, we have a story and um, Jesus Christ is at the center of that story. I mean, that's why we're here. So first and foremost, um, I think what makes KCC distinct and different is that the educators and the professionals in the building have been called out by Jesus Christ and, and he's led them to this place. And, and we love him and he's, he's everything to us. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing is, you know, we are, so, so because of that, all of us lead and teach and coach out of deeply rooted convictions. And those deeply rooted convictions come out of our belief that the Bible is the, the Holy Word of God. Like it's authoritative. It is um, where we come up with those convictions and things that we believe. So, so I've just heard so many people um, at this school tell me, you know, in the hallways, in the teacher's lounge, in my office, that they want to connect their story, their own personal faith in Jesus Christ, and their own Christian walk, their own story, um, and their belief that God's word is authoritative, and it's, it's literally actually is God's word speaking to us. They want to connect that with what they're teaching and how they're coaching and you know the kind of work that they're doing in the front office so I, I think that um, when you have a school where the the people who work here are deeply rooted in Jesus Christ and deeply rooted in the Bible then you know everything that flows from that is going to be 
radically different than what you're going to see in a different in another school system. You know, it's just it's not the same as um, charter, public, um, or any other kind of just private school. Um, and then the beautiful part of it is, uh, so you have that, and then so you have employees who are in love with Jesus Christ, believe in the authority of the Holy Scriptures, and have a desire to partner with, partner with Christian parents. So, you know, in, in my job, I get to sit in the front office and uh, I, I work closely with finance, I work closely with admissions and development and all of that, and obviously with, you know, the high school and the grade school and Amy and Jared and Rachel. And so I get to hear stories and, and parents share their stories with me and they all have a story. So, you know, their lives are um, rooted in Jesus Christ and they believe that the Bible is true. And so, you know, they, they don't want to separate, our families don't want to separate their child's education from Jesus Christ or from what the Bible says about the world that we live in. And so, so I think that's, those, those are the things that make us radically different. Um, we, as professional Christian educators, are partnering with Christian parents and we all want the same thing. And that is uh, to really love on kids, develop young people, teach them, educate them, coach them, mentor them, love them, build relationships with them. And we do that by offering the very best Christian education that we can. And um, with the goal that, you know, you guys someday are going to graduate here very soon. You're going to go out there and you're not only going to be great citizens of this world and equipped to do so, but also you're going to be disciples in the kingdom of Jesus in this world. So those are, those are the the things that we're trying to accomplish in Christian education. And there's not another form of education that's trying to accomplish that. So I praise God for it. I mean, I didn't know all of that in eighth grade, um, but you know, God has showed me along the way. And then, uh, I mean, I didn't even know there was a Kansas City Christian. So, you know, the, I landed here and then to find a, a lot of other people who have a story pretty similar to mine is just amazing to me. Christians coming from all over the place um, that God has gathered together to make this thing called Kansas City Christian happen. So that's a long answer, but that's it. You know what also brings me a lot of happy happiness and joy is Caleb's Cubs hoodie today. Yeah, Caleb's rocking the Cubs hoodie today. Yeah. Uh, makes the place brighter, more joyful. Yeah. It was dressed like a teacher, and the goal was to like make it like T. Miller's, but... You know, it, it could be Mr. Z. Another Cubs yeah, fan. Another, another Cubs fan. You're an Part Cubs of why we hired him. Okay, so you were talking about, like, the goal of our school was to, like, show our love for Jesus and to be, like, an academically profound school. Do you think we're doing a good job with that as it is right now? Well, I think the results speak for themselves. Uh, we have graduates, and they go to college mostly where they want to go to college. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you have... You have uh, you can look at standardized test scores and ACT scores and GPAs and the number, the dollar amount of scholarships that kids receive when they graduate from here. And I think if you compare them to other schools, we're uh, competitive, if not even doing a lot better than some other schools around us even. But, um, but I would say about the academic portion of it, we're always trying to get better. Um, and that's just continuous. And uh, you know we, we need to, we're always trying to improve. Uh, I'm really happy with uh, Mrs. Magruder, Mrs. Kinnerchild, and Mr. Barker's leadership um, and, and their focus on those things. And, and so, you know, we have a continuous improvement plan as a school. 
but the admin will tell you that every single day is continuous improvement. We're always talking about how to improve. What can we do better? What can we change? So that's, that's my answer for that part. But the, the other thing is that we want our actual uh, practices and policies and procedures and relationships and lesson plans and everything actually to reflect the kingdom of God and to reflect a biblical worldview. And that's just really hard work. And we're being more intentional about that right now um, because we, we don't want to assume it's just going to happen. So my answer is yes, but you know we're not perfect and we're, we're trying to always trying to become better and trying to improve. For sure. And I would say the same thing for everything I said about everybody who works here and all the parents and all the kids. You know, we're not perfect in the way we relate to Jesus Christ. We're not perfect in the way that we relate to each other. Um, but our calling is clear and our mission is clear and that's what we're striving for. And that's what makes us really different. Yeah, and I think we have, uh, you know, we have teachers especially Obviously, I'm around the upper school more, but we have teachers that want to be involved in all aspects of the kids' lives. I mean, pretty much all of our teachers do something outside of just teaching and that they get involved with the kids. And uh, I think that's another thing that's unique. And honestly, even with other schools in the area, is more unique that, that we have so many teachers that want to get involved in just outside of the classroom with the kids, too, that, that it, it helps, helps them build relationships. So. Yeah, I agree. I, some of the other Christian high schools that I've been in were bigger than KCC, and that, that does change things. I think that uh, KCC is really special because of what you said. The teachers know the kids and the families and just give so much outside of just teaching. Um, and then, you know, I feel like right now we got a great group of kids in the building that really want to be here. Yeah, there's one hallway in the high school, one hallway in the lower school, middle school. So uh, we get to know each other, and it makes for a really sweet Christian learning community. For sure. Um, I have something I want to add. Um, as a student here, current junior, um, I always feel comfortable to grow in my faith. Um, if I ever need guidance from anybody, I can ask any staff here. Um, I can ask friends. They are all supportive. I always feel comfortable. They always tell me, give me some good advice. Um, just the staff here is just very welcoming. Um, they all have great great faith and they definitely help me grow in my faith every day that's awesome to hear I can say the same I mean I'm encouraged by kids and the other adults around me and I grow in my faith by being here too and we're always all you know continually growing so yeah again I mean though we have our challenges it's it's imperfect because we're not in heaven yet but um, I really believe it's a beautiful thing and in some days it's more obvious than others, but it's a reflection of the kingdom of God, really, before we, we all get there. That's what I love about Christian education, too. Yeah, well, hopefully we can, uh, as we continue this podcast, we can hit on what makes KCC unique and what makes KCC special, and um, I know we have some, some things planned for it. Uh, and we're also going to be able to let people know what's going on currently at KCC, so... Uh, stay tuned because we're going to have a little sports and extracurricular update from Luke White uh, here in just a little bit uh, on the podcast. But um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I love what you guys are doing in this yeah. class. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be fun. Uh, it's the first time we try to do it, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, appreciate you joining us. It was fun, thanks, Mr. Guys. Zalstra, for the first one, and uh, probably we'll have you back on since. I know there's a lot more that you can talk about. Yeah, but um, I have a list here. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys joining us and listening. If you're listening out there, and stay tuned. We're going to have an update from Luke White on what's going on with KCC Sports. All right, thanks, guys. All right, we're joined by Luke White. Uh, going to talk a little bit of what's going on at KCC sports-wise. Uh, also, the a lot of extracurricular stuff are starting. The play has started practicing, and that'll be November, I believe, 9th through 11th or 10th through 12th uh, is the play. But, um, Luke, why don't you give us a little update what's going on at KCC sports-wise, right? Uh, so the big news is that the KCC boys soccer team is ranked second in the state, and they beat uh, – Bishop Seabury earlier in the week, uh, three to two, and Isaiah Morris had all three goals. And then uh, they lost last night, Thursday, uh, to DeSoto, five to three, but put up a good fight. And girls volleyball also had a match yesterday. They lost, uh, but they also put up a good fight. Um, but tomorrow, cross country, Ryan, do you want to get information on that? Uh, yeah, so tomorrow in Joplin, Missouri, we have varsity runners for 5K, um, JV runners for 5K, and 3K runners. Um, we're going to the Missouri Stampede cross-country meet in Joplin. Uh, it's an overnight trip. We are leaving today uh, all the way through Saturday, getting back to the school uh, late at night. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, a good opportunity to bond with my team. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, it'll be cool. And I know girls tennis heads to El Dorado tomorrow as well for their, I think, second tournament of the year. So a lot of stuff kind of hitting full steam uh, in the fall right now with sports. So appreciate you guys listening to this first edition of the Panther Pod. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes. And uh, we'll be trying to put these out weekly for you with different guests and hopefully give you kind of some insight on what's going on around the school. Thank you.